You are listening to the Video First Podcast, presented by Digital 22. The show is hosted by Paul Mortimer, the Head of Growth, and produced by Jonathan Scrivens, the Video Specialist at Digital 22. Welcome to Video First, the Digital 22 podcast and YouTube series about all things related to video in business and taking a video first approach to everything you do so that it can transform your business. I'm Paul, this is John. Hello. And just quick before we dive into the tips today, about all about YouTube this time, a bit of housekeeping. Why, we, we didn't touch on it enough last time. Why are we putting a podcast on YouTube? And in fact, we've got podcasts coming out of our ears at the minute at Digital 22. What have we had recently? You've been editing them. We've oh, got yeah, we've got everyone involved. We've got SEO teams doing a podcast. We've got our projects team. What's that called, SEO? Uh, we're trending upwards. Trending upwards. Uh, they're on episode two. We've got uh, our projects team. I've just filmed their first episode last week, which isn't live yet. Describe but, um, Faisal's voice. It's like Barry White and... Dark chocolate. Dark chocolate. It's beautiful. It's soothing. It'll uh, put you to sleep. Put in you a in good the, way. In Noddy Land, <laughs> late at night, yeah. It's the one you want to go to sleep to. So that'll be a, that'll be a cracking podcast to listen to. And um, what else have we got? We've got the Inbound After Hours, which is your longest running uh, podcast series, which is in season four, officially, um, now. I feel like something we should set straight there as well. I didn't abandon the show. So yeah, I think uh, I Ricky LinkedIn. and Andrew pointed that out last, one of their last shows, didn't they, that uh, you and Mark had uh, abandoned them. But uh, no, it's just... Uh, You've gone on to new pastures, mate. You've gone on to Video First podcast, so... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No abandoning. Just gone to bigger, better things. That's it. <laughs> oh, well, <look>. you said <laughs> it. <laughs> That's me getting my pink slip. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what else have we got? So, Mel and Sarah are doing one, aren't they? Yeah, they're filming tomorrow, so uh, they'll be in the office tomorrow filming, um, uh, I believe, a HR podcast. Um, culture and coaching and yeah so that'll be interesting that will get i think uh, i would assume we'll get a more in-depth insight into the inner workings of the d22 culture from those guys so nice. that'd be a good one to listen to that'd be good because they know the stuff and as do all the guys who've done projects and seos so yeah yeah check all those out there um if you subscribe just to digital 22 on soundcloud or spotify or wherever you get your podcasts um they'll all be in the same feed and then we're putting them all on youtube and obviously this is video first. What are we doing putting such an emphasis on YouTube? What are we trying to do? Yeah, I mean, this was the, this was the whole point of this podcast, wasn't it? I think you and I just before Christmas decided that, um, you know, being the people that deal with video most at D22, we should, um, we should be leading the charge. So we know that 2021 was the year that we were going to focus our efforts more into YouTube. Not that we haven't utilised YouTube in the past at D22, but... I think we were really going to ramp up the delivery, ramp up the um, content we're putting out on YouTube and use it as a, more strategically, I think, don't use it as an afterthought, use it as a part of the video platform that we use alongside Vidyard, alongside mm -hmm. HubSpot, alongside SoundCloud. And um, yeah, I think then that'll bring us nicely to our actual topic of discussion today, I think. Yeah, good, good link. Um... <laughs> keeping us on track good John uh, right so we yeah we're looking at this week we're looking at um, I've not got the exact title for some reason I've just my show notes are just called episode two but the title is something I, I don't know we'll get it right on the YouTube but um, so you want to do YouTube for business so we want to look at we've got some tips yeah yeah we've got uh, we've got a list of um, 
I suppose our top five tips for episode two of um, how to begin your YouTube journey. Uh, it's the tips that we've implemented or are currently implementing for our strategy and we're going to pass them on to you guys listening and watching. Um, I think something worth discussing that, I don't know if we've actually done it in episode one and I'm not sure it's in the notes explicitly. Um, we want to document this journey on YouTube as well so that you're seeing us after a few years of prioritising our website in terms of video strategy and like John said, um, YouTube is an afterthought deliberately but as an afterthought. So for example, what we've done for the three or four years we've been doing video solidly and doing inbound video is we'd post to our website, we'd post to our own video hosting platform, which is Vidyard, and we'd wait four weeks before we put it on YouTube. And that gives Google a chance to index our own domain before it indexes YouTube. Because as you'd expect, they'll put YouTube videos, if they index two pages at once with the same content on, they're going to index YouTube, they're going to put themselves, their own search engine first. So that's what we've done for three or four years. But now this year, like you said, John, we're going more direct and more purposeful, more strategic with YouTube. Yeah. Um, one part of that is another reason why we're not just stuck in the podcast room for this podcast. Uh, we want some more visual freedom and we want some more space and we want some more creative angles and we're going to play around with that type of thing. We've never given it a full priority YouTube. I can't, uh, great research from me, but I'm guessing, I didn't do any research because we don't really have an audience at the, in 2019, 2020, we didn't really have a YouTube audience. Yeah. Um, we weren't optimizing, but we've now, you have a background in this and we're now gonna start optimizing for YouTube. And that is the tips we're gonna go through today, basically, that journey of where to start, what your goals should be. And our goal is to now increase brand reach and brand awareness and traffic to our website via YouTube. Yeah, yeah, that's a good summary there. And um, I say for people that know of D22, um, you will have no doubt seen that we have a, vid uh, a YouTube channel and it's been around since t 2016, I wanna say off the top of my head. I could be wrong on that. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, we've, we've had a channel for a while, as I say, it just hasn't been used um, as a, as its own thing, as you mm. say, it's been as an afterthought deliberately. So the reason we're doing this podcast as well is to document that journey and show you guys that it can be done, that it's not as daunting, I suppose, as people would imagine. Uh, people, I think, see YouTube as a, um, probably as a young person's game, you know, it's very much vlogs and, um, you know, crazy viral Red Bull adverts and things like that. And I think for certain types of businesses, they might see that as that they shouldn't approach YouTube because it's not for them, which isn't the fact. And I think, yeah, if, if we're documenting our process from pretty much from the ground up to build our YouTube channel, hopefully it shows you guys out there listening and watching that it's, um, yeah, it's not that daunting. So that leads us to the first tip. So we've got five. You want to just run us through what you just told me before we started were the five things to think about. If you're going to start a YouTube channel for your business, yep. where do we start? What are your five? Yeah, so we've got, we've got a top five list. We'll run through it and then we'll go in more depth about it. So number one, it's understanding what YouTube is and isn't. So I think I just sort of covered it a little bit there. But um, I think understanding from your business point of view, why you would use YouTube. As I say, we use Vidyard 
predominantly here at D22. And, um, you know, it's a great tool, great resource. We've got all of our videos hosted on there. So why would we then go and use YouTube um, as its own separate entity? What's, what's the point in that? So we'll cover that a bit. So go for Yeah, okay. So yeah. We need, we're going to understand what YouTube is yep. and isn't, and we'll explore that. Number two, give us a run through of the others. Yeah, number two is have a clear goal for your business um, being on there, uh, which I suppose brings, comes on from num uh, point number one, a bit more in depth. Um, yeah, make, make a plan. I think that's what we're going to discuss there is, is understand why you're using YouTube and how to use it. Set yourself a goal, a yearly, two years, five-year goal for YouTube. Um, and we'll, get, we'll talk about yeah, that a bit yeah. more. Number three, optimize the YouTube channel page itself. So... Yeah. Like everything, you want a tidy channel page, you want consistent um, design, you want you know titles that are recognizable to your audience, um, just something that looks like it's had effort and time put into <laughs> it. It's not just a wasteland of r random videos out there. Yeah, extension of your website. Absolutely, yeah. So number four, um, we're going to talk control your brand identity. So again, linking on from point number three, we're going to be discussing thumbnail design, um, you know, how to format your YouTube descriptions, um, the content itself, and, and your show names, I think. And then uh, tip number five is be strategic with the content and the titles. Um, you know, this is where you're going to start utilizing more SEO, keyword-led, um, make, make the content relevant to your personas and things mm -hmm. like that. And that's a, a long-winded, quick list there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. And then before, before we dive in then, before we go like, into some of the more deeper dive answers of those, why we've picked those tips and yeah. how to do them. And also we're gonna try and think of some mistakes we've done so that people can avoid them. Um, but they also make better stories anyway. So before we deep dive on them, like just hold on, is, is YouTube still relevant for business? Cause it's obviously YouTube to me. And when we chat about YouTube is I'll get the odd TED talk for my personal development, but if you go on my YouTube, what you see is Pink Fong, Dinosaur Songs, um, Old Burnley Goals, um, and then, I don't know, what other people watch on YouTube, perhaps COVID conspiracy theories and things. So is yeah. YouTube still a place for business, first of all? Uh, absolutely, yeah. I think um, probably now more than ever, with, with video being at the focus of everyone's... Um, Strategies at the moment, I think, obviously, everyone's working remotely, video calls, video messages, like it's video, video, video. So I think now people have more of an understanding of what video is and what it can be, how it can be used. So I think, yeah, YouTube is more relevant than ever because it's a whole new platform where you can take your, take your brand and show it to a world that doesn't know about you. You know, it's all very well having videos on your website. If people are aware of you and they can come and watch your videos, or if they come across you on Google or whatever from searching, but I think YouTube is a place to a obtain a completely new audience that wouldn't have otherwise wouldn't have any idea who you are, yeah. you know. And we'll talk about it more, but it's it's a chance to do something I think different, you know. If you're a let's say you're a software company and your brand identity is serious, you know, you need to get to to your audience, you know, what, what your software is, how it works and that. I think YouTube is a place where you can be a bit more casual, you know, you can show more behind the scenes, you can show your culture, the company, you can show the, uh, the humor behind it if what you want to. What I love about is that you can do that and then the opposite. Yeah. You can also still put uh, webinars, training videos, there's a whole, 
these YouTube like black holes that people fall into. You can fall into work ones and business ones. Yep. And you and there's it's like what second biggest search engine in terms of volume behind Google, normal Google itself. Yeah. So you've got a massive audience there, like you just said, that yeah. you can tap into. And that's what we're trying to do, isn't it? That's why we've put it as a focus. We're at that stage in our video content journey where we've optimized our website, we've built video into our social channels. So now it's about expanding that reach. Yeah. And YouTube helps a business do that. No, 100%. So so what, it, you know, if people are stuck in those business black holes of like looking at certain, let's say you're looking for a marketing video of sorts, you know, if you've planned your YouTube channel correctly, if you, you know, if you've utilized the strategy well enough and you put your keywords out there, people are just going to come across your business. And if you're putting out consistently good, informative content, people will naturally find your videos over other people's. So you're broaching into a few of our tips there then. Yeah. So you, you, you mentioned keywords and titles. So we've talked about this big audience and how exciting a place it is to be as a business on YouTube. So... That's kind of what it is, but what do you mean by what YouTube... That's what YouTube is. What did you mean by what YouTube isn't? So are you saying we'll get millions of viewers just by being on YouTube? Yeah, well, as I said, that, that's, um, that's a good point there. It, I think from someone that doesn't use YouTube or you know hasn't, hasn't worked with it before, I think there can be this perception. Um, and I'm talking from personal experience. I've worked with... Before I worked at D22, I was a, as a freelancer for a long time. And I used to work with a lot of companies that were, would use YouTube as almost like a buzzword. And they'd be like, right, we've got to put our content on YouTube because we need a viral hit. And they just assume that's how YouTube works. You put a video out and a million people are going to watch it in the first 24 hours. And I think it's really important to understand that I don't, I don't know the statistics right off the top of my head, but the, the content that gets put on YouTube per minute is insane like mm -hmm. there's it's thousands and thousands and thousands of videos uploaded every second on youtube so to think that you're just going to put a video on youtube and it's going to be this viral hit is really sort of uh, naive for a want of a better word you know you've got to understand that you've got to put in the time you've got to put in the effort you've got to create content that people want to watch people aren't just going to watch it because it's there tell us about the guy you mentioned when we were planning the show you mentioned somebody who was an overnight success, inverted commas. Yes. What was that conversation? I can't, See, remember. I can't remember the guy's name. Um, <laughs> I can't remember what you said he, his name was, but he's got millions of views. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It took him 10 years. Yeah, sorry, I was having a mind blank there. Yeah, um, so I used, um, there's a guy called Peter McKinnon as an example. Um, if, you're into your, if, you, if you're into YouTube and you're into gadgets, video cameras, um, the film industry, TV industry, anything like that, I'm sure you will have come across the name Peter McKinnon. You will have seen some of his videos. So this guy is a video producer, content creator, vlogger. Um, in I believe he lives in Canada. Um, I think he's got something like four, four and a half million subscribers, probably at the time of recording this. And I mean, I watch his content. I love his content. It's fantastic. But this guy everyone assumes he was just like an overnight success. But what people don't see mm. is the 10 years that he was producing videos and getting zero views. You know, he wasn't getting any sort of um, traction at all. So for 10 years, he, he, you know, dug away at this, you know, creating content, making these amazing videos, and then obviously found something that worked. And then almost overnight, it looked like he just got this humongous following, but it was the work and the effort that yeah. no one saw beforehand that, that got him there. And I think that's... Again, a very common thing that people um, 
who aren't familiar with YouTube, they'll see these videos and they'll just look, they'll just look at the top 20 trending videos on YouTube and they go, wow, look, they've got 20 million views in 24 hours. They've got 10 million views and they just assume that's how it works. But in actual fact, you don't see the 200 other videos on their channel that have 20 views. Yeah. And because um, they might be deleted or they're just hidden or. Yeah, like. it's, it's um, I think like like a lot of social media, it's very you can c c curate your own success yeah. on these. You know, if you look at a Instagram influencers account um, and it just looks like they they were amazing from day one, but you don't see all the, mm. the work that it took them to get there. And it's yeah, very much the same for YouTube, I think. Digressing a bit there, but like the. I read some good stuff before with like behind the scenes with the Instagram like van life influencers and the hours they're going to plan in their post for the day and it's done with the weeks they work in weeks in advance and it's perfect shots all just for a post on Instagram just for one post yeah that's the work that goes into becoming a viral success isn't it like so, so don't expect it to be that there is a infinite amount of traffic available there's enough sunshine on the beach for every business to have a YouTube channel. There's also a realistic thing that you're not going to go viral and get millions of hits off your first video. So it's about understanding what YouTube is and isn't. Yeah. And then, so why? Sh what, what purposes should businesses get their head around then? The second tip is having a clear goal for your business being on YouTube. Yeah. And what could, what could some of those be? Yeah, I mean, that, that's yeah, a really good link into point number two there is having a plan, like, like everything else, in your business, you wouldn't just, um, I, I think we talked about this in episode one of the podcast as well, you wouldn't just throw a giant event together for, you know, a conference together for 10,000 people. You wouldn't just throw that together overnight. You'd plan for that weeks and months in advance, you know, all the intricacies and ins and outs, you need to get that right. So it's exactly the same when it comes to YouTube, when it, when it comes to video production, you need to have a clear goal of what you want to do. It doesn't have to be, the be all and end all straight away, like your plans can change and evolve and adapt like most things, but have an understanding of why you want to use YouTube, what your end goal is, you know, in six months, in 12 months, in two, uh, two years time, like where do you want YouTube to be taking your business? You know, if you're, if you're paying someone in your business or you're paying a marketing company or, you know, you're doing it yourself and you're investing hours and hours and hours into YouTube because you need, you need that investment. It's not, something you can learn overnight it's not something you can use to the to the best of its um, abilities and you know you're not utilizing YouTube unless you're putting in the time and the hours so um, I think I went off on a bit of a tangent there but yeah just yeah. figure out your goal for your you know what videos do you want to put out there why do you want to put them out there in 12 months time you know reassess are the videos working what's getting the views what isn't getting the views and then decide right we'll do more of the stuff that is working and less of the stuff that isn't working and sure. And commit to it as well. Mm. You can't just put out two podcasts like us and think, oh, we've only got 100 views for the last podcast. It was obviously a failure. No, not at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. You've got to build your audience. You've got to get, um, and hopefully you guys will see if you're watched, watching this podcast, listening to it, we will change and we will swap things around. You know, we'll read the comments and go, John rambles on for too long. He needs to shut up a bit. <laughs> so, well, you know, we'll change things like that. This links to tip five as well, doesn't it? So, the content we put out as Digital 22, these, these podcasts are Manchester Hug Talks, our Love Inbound Talks. It's educational inbound content as yeah. part of our inbound strategy to provide educational content. Yeah. And that's our marketing content strategy, uh, content marketing strategy. 
So the content fits that, and that fits our goal of being on YouTube, which is to get that to an increased amount of people and a wider audience. Um, and that is our purpose. That's our purpose for being on YouTube. It could be um, to show, like you mentioned behind the scenes a few minutes ago, it could be to show your company culture to help with a hiring push. It could be to put some money behind some advertising for your product. There's all sorts of different reasons for being on YouTube. But I think from what you're saying there, the takeaway I'm getting is have a reason and stick at that reason because YouTube is a potential goldmine, but it takes effort and consistency and an applied effort to get to it. So if you can get that aim and keep working towards it and don't abandon it because a couple of videos only got a handful of views, keep working towards that goal, whatever it is. Yeah, absolutely. And just, just to add to that quickly, I suppose it'd be remiss to me if I didn't say what our goal is, why are we using YouTube really? Um, and I suppose it, we've made the decision that yeah, you, a D22 is very, it's a, I mean, you know more than me, Paul, it's a very cultural, you know, it's about the culture, it's about the people at D22, that ultimately the people that work here are what create the content for the for our clients. And I think we want to get that across to our audience that, you know, we're mm. just a, you know, group of people from all over the place, different skills, you know, coming together to create content for our clients. And I think to have that uh, behind the scenes backdoor access to, you know, what we do, I think it, um, for our clients, for clients we already have and for potentially new clients, it gives you a bit more of a understanding um, of how we work and why we do it certain ways. And I think I think people appreciate that nowadays, um, especially with the, the, the world that we live in. People want to, they want more content. They mm. want to know what, what's happening behind the scenes. Why does that happen? Why, why does D22 work the way they, they do? You know, why does D22 have a, a massive office, you know, with, you know, with a beer fridge in it and mm -hmm. stuff like that. They want to know that sort of uh, that insider look of, to things, I think. And uh, yeah, I think that's part of the reason why we're utilizing YouTube. Yeah, exactly. And there's, inter well, we are going down a rabbit one. Yeah, we could talk <laughs> all day about that. Okay, so we're halfway through the list and we're just over halfway through the show. Um, that's with my producer hat on. So up quickly then. So no, not quickly. We don't need to rush. Tip three optimize your YouTube channel page itself. So what did you mean by that? Yeah, so if, you know, I'll, I'll talk this, if you've never used YouTube before, so it, as you say, it's a search engine to find content, but then you also have your YouTube channel. So mm -hmm. when someone search, searches for where Digital 22. Where you go or yeah. where you go and see what other videos you've got. Yeah, yeah. so that's what, the, that's what your audience sees first and foremost is that channel page. You know, it's like having a homepage for your website or mm. your, you know, your Instagram, home page feed so when you upload a video to youtube if you're just doing it in the most basic sense you know you go to the upload click upload button and then if you just leave it do its thing it will just upload and then if you went to your youtube channel page you then just have a list of random videos that you've uploaded like in chronological order so like i say with everything you want to treat it as it as a an important entity as a brand identity you know you need to organize it. You need it to look good. You want it to you want it to be pretty, so that when someone comes across your channel, they look at it and go, "Oh, these people clearly put time and effort into their channel," and they don't look at it and think, "Oh, it's just a bunch of random videos." That's here. interesting because you could watch. I've put yourself in your whenever you've been on YouTube, and I've done this. I'm sure you have. You watch one good video and you think, "I'll go and see what else." I'm thinking of some. I like doing barbecuing and smoking food. Um, need a lot of YouTube tips and you watch a good video that you find really useful 
go and check out the rest of the channel to see what else they've offered. Absolutely. And if it's a bit of a shambles, you just it puts you off and yeah. you don't go and watch anything else. Yeah, if you're looking, as you say, if you watch one video and then you go to the channel and you can't find another relevant video, you're just going to turn off straight away because... Someone else will have it easier for you. Exactly, yeah. You just go to search box and look yeah. and then off you go, off to the next video and then they're never watching your channel again. So if you don't make it easy for your audience, someone else will and yeah. then they'll get, ultimately they'll get that business's business yeah, or that consumer's business. It's also worth throwing in as well there. This is probably a bit more down the technical rabbit hole, but um, I think the YouTube algorithm itself, it changes all the time. Mm -hmm. But one thing it does is if someone watches a video of yours, they will nine times out of 10 recommend another one of your videos and something completely different. Um, and then if you get that traction, if someone's clicking your next video and your next video and your next video, your content will just consistently show up on the user's feed more and more and more because they know... Pink Fung on my YouTube, thanks to Edward. That's it, yeah. They just know that you like that sort of content. So yeah. if someone's clicking away, if someone comes to your channel and goes, oh, that looks untidy, it's a mess, and they click away, then YouTube's also going to be like, right, well, they didn't like looking at that channel. We won't show them any of their content it's again. the same principles that everybody tries to employ for written content on SEO. Absolutely. Because it's the same people behind it, isn't it? So. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay, so on that theme then, it comes to controlling your brand yeah. identity and presenting your brand properly. Mm -hmm. Thumbnails, descriptions, the content itself, video names. How do you do that? Yeah, and again, this comes down to planning and it's, it's another thing that uh, you're not gonna get right straight away. It's gonna be a lot of trial and error, but try and keep your thumbnails consistent. So if mm. you've got, let's say, I mean, we'll take our channel for example, we've got, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we've got like, Six, six different podcasts at the moment and, and growing more people are going to start filming uh, podcasts at D22. And what we're doing is we're giving each of those podcasts, although it's D22 content, we're giving them their own brand identity. So they all get different thumbnails within, you know, they look different, but they still have the D22 logo on there. They still use our sort of color and um, font styles. So it's it's on brand for us, but if you looked at those six different podcasts, they look like completely six completely different podcasts. So you know, as a user, when you come in to look at it, oh, that's the thumbnail for the mm. SEO podcast, or that's the thumbnail for Video First podcast. And um, I'll put it up on screen for those of you watching the, this podcast, but what myself and Bilal did, who's one of our designers at D22, for episode one of the podcast, we sat down for a good hour, hour and a half, and we went through four or five different designs for the video first thumbnail. And we just played with different themes, you know, what, what looked good to us and what we liked. And then what we did is once we got somewhere with a few examples, we then brought Paul into the video call and he came in with a fresh set of eyes and he said what looked good, what looked on brand for D22. And then we sort of collectively came to this uh, thumbnail design, which you will have seen for episode one and which we'll use for this episode now and which we all think well, it looks great, Look, it works really well, but there was a lot of, what I suppose what I'm trying to say is there was a lot of thought put into that. We didn't just take two random photos, stick them together, put a title on, go, mm -hmm. right, that's our thumbnail, we're done. You know, we actually thought, you know, what looks good, what's gonna catch the audience attention, what's gonna represent the brand well. So I think that's what we mean when we say organize and sort of plan your channel, how it's gonna look. And let's go back to my point earlier is, a lot of people think you just put the content out on there and then that's it, that's done. Mm. If you're gonna use YouTube, you've gotta use it properly and you've gotta put the time in. 
as I say, to, to design your thumbnails and to think up your, your show title names. I mean, how long did it take us to think, think of video first as a show name? We must have thrown around, you know, 30 different names before we came to video first, didn't we? Mm. Yeah, and there's, there's, there's intent behind it again, isn't there? There's the video first meaning the video first approach. Uh, it's a podcast where we prioritize the visuals. So it's a video first attention, what we pay attention to in the content itself. So there's all these reasons behind the name for the show. Um, and it's that thinking in the planning stage, yeah. which, which is hopefully coming across from this list of, if you just jump in and rush YouTube, you won't get anything out of it, unless you get super duper lucky. Yeah. But you might as well just buy a lottery ticket and invest that in your business. Yeah, that, that, that's a good point. I, I think that comes back to what we said earlier is how people just assume YouTube is like a viral, you will just get a viral hit, yeah. <laughs> People do get lucky, as you say. Yeah. It, people, it, it happens. People, uh, what was the, the recent one? That bloke, um, I don't even think this was YouTube. It might have been TikTok. The bloke skateboarding and he's got his orange juice and he's listening to Fleetwood Mac. Like, he wasn't a video producer. He just happened to be the right place at the right time, made a funny video that everyone absolutely loved. And now I'm sure all of his videos get tens of thousands of views, but that was just pure luck. Like, what you don't see is the other million people that yeah. day that uploaded a video doing something stupid or funny that didn't get any views whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, presenting, presenting that uh, consistent approach goes just, your thumbnail you mentioned is like, like, that's the shop window. So when that suggested feed comes up on the side of the player, it there, it's there, it looks right, it's recognisable. Building those touch points with your business of, oh, in the, that looks familiar. It's because they've watched video previously with a similar thumbnail. They're more more likely to be enticed to click on it because people like watching and consuming content that they're familiar with. You can get people familiar with that brand. And that consistent approach to your titles and your descriptions should be the same as well so that it feels welcoming and feels um, familiar when yeah. somebody comes and sees it, quickly orientated. All the principles that we know from marketing your business generally all applies on YouTube. Yep. And just, I think, just sorry, just to round that point off there, um, I don't think it should be misconstrued that you have to get everything perfect either. No, no. The, the, the beauty of YouTube is it is a lot more forgiving. You don't have to have it highly polished just because, you know, we've used, you know, our designer skills to create like a really nice set of thumbnails. doesn't mean you necessarily need a designer to create your thumbnail. You can create a thumbnail using a screenshot or like a really like, you know, you could use a, a crayon drawing mm. if you wanted to take a photo of it for your thumbnail. As long as it's consistent and as long as it's on brand and as long as it's familiar to people, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be highly polished. I think it is the, say it's the design, the planning and the reasoning behind it. Because there's so much noise out there and it's gonna suggest all these different videos with all different thumbnails. If you can start building some familiarity and some rhythm and some regular touch points with your business, that's something that's going to chip. It's an SEO technique at the end of the day. It's going to chip away at that feels safer and more comforting to click. Therefore, I will. And it's going to build the traffic. Absolutely. The other reason is to get people to actually see the thumbnail. And that's where you get strategic with your content and your titles, which is tip number five. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, again, this comes down to planning planning again, isn't it planning really yeah it's and it, i think that just sort of summarizes the first four points in a nice nice roundabout way it's it's getting your strategy down making sure you know if you're a big company you know like us we've got what 55 people working 
the D22 or how many it is? Something like 45, I think. Yeah. Anyway, so, right anyway now, yeah. like a, we got a big number of people. So I think it's getting people all on the same page. It's making sure that everyone's aware of the strategy. And as we say, we've got six different podcasts on the go. We've got a new vlog series on the go. We've got, you know, our hug, hug event videos. So we've got all sorts of different content being created by all different people within the business. But ultimately, everyone needs to be abiding to the same strategy mm. and, you know, working towards a common goal within your business. And I think that's sort of... Um, so as a marketing manager, a marketing director, how do you apply that to a business? And I guess it's, we follow the inbound methodology and provide relevant, helpful content to our persona for our clients, yep. to their persona. And that's helping them with their pain points. And if you, just like you produce blogs that help your customer in their buyer's journey, video can do the same thing. It's just another form of that content, isn't it? So. No, absolutely, definitely. Keyword-led, helpful, relevant content to your persona. That's that's what you should be putting on, together to put on YouTube. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If you're getting those keywords in, um, so like we mentioned earlier, you know, it's uh, ultimately it's going to put your brand's name out there. So when people are looking for, you know, help with their software, their what I don't know what business to choose for X, Y, and Z. Yeah. It's yeah. Whatever it might be, if you've if you've thought about how to tag your videos correctly, you know, and if you've done the research, what people are going to be looking for, and then you know to push your content that way, then ultimately you will start to get traction because that's again that's how most software works. That's how the YouTube algorithm works. If you get if you get your foot in the door, you just get that yeah. one little <laughs> click, then that's it. Then and it builds and builds. So the the approach, the inbound approach that we take is to provide relevant content for all stages of the buyer's journey and all that buyer's journey applies on YouTube just like it does on the Google search engine results page yeah. so we, I mean we can go further on all of these and I'm sure we will in different episodes mm -hmm. um, so we've got just a quick recap then before I ask you for what's the one golden tip it could be one of these but it might be something new that you thought of so people need to understand what YouTube is and isn't there's a gold mine of traffic on there yep. to be tapped into but it's not a place that you're gonna get overnight success to so set the right expectations, especially internally if you're getting budget to go and do a video campaign. Have a clear goal and keep working towards it. Optimize your YouTube channel page itself so that it's easy to navigate, easy to find your videos and have a consistent brand identity on there. And also be strategic with what content you do um, as part of your wider campaign goals. Like you said, there's everybody's aiming in the same direction and also it's keyword led it's helpful and relevant to your persona if you take those four things into creating your business as youtube channel you're starting in the right foundations aren't you absolutely yep what's your one to finish what's your one golden tip for youtube success for businesses my one golden tip and as much as i'd like to choose many many tips <laughs> um i'd say the one golden rule for me would be consistency now you can take that Explain. as quite a broad um, comment. That uh, so consistency for me would be producing content that your audience can become familiar with. I think so. If you're going to put a podcast out, make sure you're putting them out. You know, every two weeks or every month or whatever the whatever you can plan do. might be. Whatever you can do, yeah. Just as long as your audience can sort of pick up on that, they know right the next episode of the podcast I love is mm. going to be out in two weeks time. 
excellent, I can tune in at Friday, four o'clock, and I know it's gonna be there. You know, if you start strong with YouTube, and as we mentioned earlier, and then you get bored of it, or you think, oh, it's not working, when you just need to put the brakes on there, then your audience are gonna disappear. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. don't expect any sort of loyalty on YouTube, you know, because there is so that's much it, out there. So consistency in content, and um, like we said earlier, consistency in brand and theme and design, I think, just as a, an overarching thing, make sure you're putting out the, you know, recognizable thumbnails, recognizable show titles, recognizable content, you know, whether it is, if you're just gonna do vlogs, great, make sure you're putting out vlogs. Don't suddenly start putting out, you know, like TED Talks, um, and then put out... Unless you want to pursue that. Yeah, if you want to pursue that, great. Do five different playlists on your channel and stick at it, as you say. Don't just... Sporadic content doesn't keep consistency on YouTube. Brilliant. Love it. Love it. That's a golden tip then. So consistency, stick at it, and that's all goes back to having your clear purpose and keep aiming towards it and keep producing video content towards that same purpose. Make that's it easy it. for your persona. Um, okay cool so that's it for this episode um, check out our other podcasts that we've mentioned the list is growing we've got Inbind After Hours Inbind Influencers Trending Upwards the Projects team we'll, we'll link them all down in the description absolutely we'll just subscribe to Digital 22 on SoundCloud or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and also check out all our videos on our video hub video.digital22.com and subscribe to our YouTube channel Digital 22 Online Limited and we'll see you in the next recording Awesome. Cheers. Cheers, John. Catch you later.